Welcome to Tune In YRDSB, inspiring learning through storytelling. Welcome everyone to Tune In YRDSB. My name is Mark Arsenault and I am the athletic coordinator for the York Region Athletic Association. We're here today to talk about athletics, high school athletics in the York Region. And I would like to first introduce everyone that's with me today. Our York Region Athletic Association president, Jeff Masterson, also a teacher at King City. We have athletic director Sarah Susi from Bill Hogarth Secondary School is with us. We have Spencer Dillon, who is a student at Bill Hogarth Secondary School. And we also have Amy Pletzes from King City Secondary School joining us, a student representative from there. Today, the timing of this um, podcast is actually perfect because we just found out today that we are going to be able to move ahead with spring sports with, with no COVID restrictions starting at March 21st. So the timing is perfect for us to have this conversation about uh, high school sports and moving forward out of COVID. But uh, before we do that, I think we, we do want to talk a little bit about what it was like to experience sport during COVID and what it was like to not have sport uh, while COVID was happening. And it kind of will remind us how important sport is, I think, to, to high school students and coaches alike within the YRA. So first, I would think I would just like to ask maybe uh, Amy, uh, what was it like for you to not have you know, sports for that year, year and a half that we were without? The ability to play sports yeah I think it was most partly like disappointing when we all first heard that everything was gonna get cancelled I think trying to find our ways around that and like trying to find different activities to do from home during the pandemic had me like doing more like cardio type workouts going on like sprints with my friends outdoors but I think we all got stripped of our experiences from our two Um, athletic career years that we should have had and I think that it kind of just coming back now it has more it's more encouraging and we have more passion for it yeah I I imagine it was very difficult to to find ways to stay active when you 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 know you have to start creating for yourself Uh, Spencer did you find the same things in your experience or uh yeah I was also uh pretty disappointed when when everything got canceled because it was right at the start of the spring season so like everything had like kind of started you know tryouts had started and you all you signed up for all these sports and then you know find out after March break that none of it's going to happen it was just like it was it was very disappointing just because I had a great grade nine year with sports and then going into grade 10 wanted to I was looking forward to that as well but then over those two years it just sports are a big part of school for me so I just was less engaged in school and I was I was just really looking forward to when it would finally be back and thankfully now it is. Sarah, I see you nodding. So from the coach's perspective, I know we were, the teachers and two students were out of school for for a large portion of that time, but teachers and students were were also in school for a large portion of time during the COVID restrictions. What was it like in the school not having the ability to do sports with kids after school and during lunch? Yeah, thanks so much, Mark, and also thanks so much for having having me here today to look at the coach and uh, AD aspects of things. Uh, super happy to be here. So I think for me, 
the biggest thing was, let's say we were when some of those times when we were back in school in a part-time role, whether it be sometimes online or sometimes in person, opening up the phys ed office door and, and having students ask, have you heard anything yet? Could sports be back? And there's this always this overabundance of hope. And as teachers, we get into the profession uh, to help young people. And you at times felt so hope, like it was hopeless on your end too. You're like, I really don't know where we were waiting for messages. It's all about public health. And you're just really trying to reinforce that if we can have them, we will try. Uh, so I, that was so hard to feel like you're letting down student after student who's just checking in to see if their favorite sport is back. But even from a teacher perspective, it was a very strange time to be uh, teaching, for example, I'm a phys ed teacher as well, teaching phys ed from home, you know, or teaching phys ed online. Uh, those were very challenging times as well. So from a coaching perspective, it's your break in the day. It's another way to get to see, to get to know students. I'm finding this year that so many of our students who are coming to triads now, they're students who I don't even know, yet they're in grade 11 or they're in grade 10. Uh, and so you're missing this whole little piece of community building in a school that um, really does start to have a little bit of an impact. It's nice to know who your students are and be able to make those connections. So I think those were the biggest sort of aspects uh, and perspectives that uh, sort of impacted me. Thanks, Sarah. So Jeff, I know you're you're the president of the YRA and I, work, I get to work with you quite regularly as the coordinator. Do you want to speak a little bit about some of the challenges the YRA had. I know that we were always, you know, waiting for, you know, that word that we could start sports. And in the fall, we finally got an indication that we could begin to have sport again. But there were some restrictions around sport. And maybe if you could go over some of the, I mean, it was great when we got back into playing sport in the fall, but maybe you can yeah. go through some of the some of the issues we had to deal with in allowing that to happen. And some of the challenges maybe we were faced there. I think, uh, thanks, Mark. I think Sarah uh, really, really nailed it there quite a bit. Where from a school perspective, it was tough, but from a, a YRA perspective, you know, Sarah says that she had students coming up to her looking for answers and what's going on. From a YRA perspective, it, it was equally as difficult because people then come to the YRA with, with the questions. I know, Mark, you're, you're catching the brunt of that a lot of the time, but the reality is anyone who's dealt with this situation that we've been in, the lockdown situation, I think the unknown variable is the most difficult to deal with. And, and I think the, the news that we just received today about spring sports, that's why it's so important that we can say with certainty that we're going forward and we know the capacity in which we can go forward in. The challenges from the YRA is, is one of you know, we want to make it as easy as possible for our ADs and our coaches to do what they love. And now, you know, not that it was was us telling telling them what to do, but we were reinforcing sort of the protocols involved for the coaches and the ADs. And, and there is a layer of protocols. And I know our the students we have here too can, can uh, you know, confirm that, that there was a lot of hoops to hop through just to get us into, into a coaching environment. Uh, there was a lot of things that had to happen that we would never normally have to deal with. So I think the the extra layer of, uh, and certainly I think everyone took those challenges on because we know the value of running sport. So whatever it, it was necessary, we're prepared to do. But I think, you know, those two things, the the extra layer that coaches and ADs had to, had to manage, and then the the uncertainty around that, because we had a, we had shifting sands. There's an environment where we weren't really sure where we were going to where we were going to go with a lot of things so 
So I think those are, from the YRA perspective, two tricky ones that we had to navigate. And Jeff, just to add to that, I think I would really like to to thank people like Mark and uh, the other individuals in the York region for the YRDSB uh, superintendents and above who who got together and took the time earlier this year to say, hey, we're heading in a direction where I think we can get some sports back. And I think I appreciated that as a teacher, as a coach, as a community, per- like a community member, just to know that we were trying to bring some sort of normalcy back to our schools as soon it was as soon as we could where when it was safest to do so and i think that just made the energy level um, in our building that much higher when you surround it with hey some clubs are starting as well extracurriculars are starting to happen and seeing how that just makes the energy rise in the building and kids are more excited as as uh, both amy and spencer kind of mentioned to to come to school and so i think we really need to thank the the people who really tried hard to be like okay how is this going to look what policies will be in place how can we get the most number of people to participate the the most safe way Uh, so that was really um, a appreciated as well, that a priority was put in place to ensure that kids had these opportunities. Yeah, and, and just to, to finish with that, uh, Amy, I don't know if you remember, but the first time we got the girls volleyball team together and we were trying to, okay, you've got to do this attestation. We had it up on them, try this. And everyone had their phones out and just the excitement around, okay, if we yeah, so we just get this done and we're going to be able to play volleyball, right? And it's like, yeah, but we still got to figure out how to get this done. So there's a pack. I don't know how many girls were in the gym at the time, Amy, but there seemed like, like 50 girls were ready to go trying to trying to make this happen. So it was exciting, but at the same time, it was like a little bit, I don't know how we're going to get this done, but, but we managed. We managed to do it. I remember walking into the gym and there's like maybe like 50 girls in there of like nines, tens, elevens, and twelves. And we were all just like panicking, trying to get like our vaccine forms like uploaded to the website and some girls like it couldn't work and then people were like like just freaking out because they were so excited to get back to it i think i appreciate that perspective too too amy it's you're smiling while you're telling the story right like you can hear it in your voice but at the time it was just it was so you're excited just to be back but i think the other key thing there is too is is that we have opportunities in life to look at challenges and look back on them of, of how we handled them as well and one day you you know when i was your age you'll be able to tell this story to all the young people and be like when i was your age we had to wear a mask this for this one year and I had this attestation thing and you know it's sometimes all about perspective too and it's nice when you're on the other side of it uh, to be able to look back at it and find those silver linings but uh that certainly sounds like it was an amazing moment for you guys i think uh the other thing i noticed when we were finally allowed to start playing in the fall we had a lot of restrictions, you know, unfortunately we couldn't allow spectators at games. And I do remember um, I helped organize the cross country championships and normally we will get, you know, a couple thousand athletes running and we'll probably get another thousand parents coming to watch. And we were told, and everyone around the province was having a real challenge finding a location to run cross country. And we were the only association that was allowed, we were able to find a park that allowed us to have an event with up to a thousand students. And I, I recall other associations having to figure out a way to do races with 50 kids allowed in the park, which is impossible for cross country. But one of our restrictions was we couldn't have spectators, but it's a public park. So it was really challenging. We're like, well, how are we gonna do this? So we sent messages to all the ADs and said, we can run this cross country meet, but we really only can have the students there and we can't have parents. So please ask 
parents to not show up even though we know they want to be there but to support the kids we we can't have spectators and i know spencer says he ran cross country so i don't know if you remember it was great that we had kids running and it was i remember the kids being very excited but i just also remember there's no spectators here and and it, it was sad that they weren't spectators but i was also impressed and happy that parents sort of said you know what this is important for the kids and to make this happen, we can't go, but we're gonna do this. We'll we'll step aside so the kids can participate. So I don't know, Spencer, if you were if you remember if you were at the race this year, um, what it was like to ha- be able to do the race but not be able to have people there to watch. I think it was definitely quieter with all the students there and everyone being like so excited to be back. And like it's not like everyone's running at once, obviously. So there was still like all the students who were able to cheer you on, which I think. I think it was it was really good, but um. And Spencer, you also did golf, if I'm not mistaken, too. So that kind of played into our, our favor. No one wants a bunch of people watching you do a golf swing. That. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was that, pretty lucky. Yeah, to have as little people as possible, I find on the first tee is actually a little bit better for my game. So. so yeah, a little less nerve wracking. Maybe that helped us out with golf a little bit this year, but I I just think being at the the golf tournament and championships, it was just like. There was a moment in time where I literally forgot about everything because you're out there on the golf course and you're seeing like it, it just felt normal to me. And and even though there were some restrictions, it was just like it was literally a breath of fresh air to be in an environment where just watching you guys compete and have fun and just forget about some of the stuff that was uh, that's going on in the world. So I think for me, that was another uh, real good indicator that we we're on the right path for uh, for sports in the fall. You know, Mark, it was just uh, interesting here. We talk about spectators. So when sports moved indoors this year, and we still were allowed to have spectators, um, we're one of the few gyms in, I think, the YRDSB that actually has external windows that look into their gym. And it was our first, I think it was like junior boys, senior boys, basketball, double header after school. And people were trying to get in and we're like, no, no, go outside. And then all of a sudden I look outside and there's just these sea of kids at the windows trying to see in all bundled up in their winter gear. Uh, and I was, they were like, they were like knocking they're like, what's the score? Cause they couldn't see the scoreboard from there. So I turned over and flipped a flip card and was showing them or putting it on my phone and putting it against the window. So they were able to know, but it was so funny. They were just jam packed along the windows. So uh, I think once we get that opportunity to have those spectators back in, it does make a bit of a difference. But I was just really impressed with the uh, amount of effort that kids were putting in to make sure they could be there to cheer their teams on, even if it was through a window out in the cold. Uh, so I was super impressed by that as well. I think that's a good segue into, you know, moving forward now. The good news is we are going to be allowed to have spectators starting March 21st. So as back to as normal as possible, I guess, once we, once we return after March break and we, you know, spectators can come back, parents can come in, into the gym and watch games. We're excited. I've already had today a couple of coaches email to request hosting our championship nights for volleyball and basketball because once they heard that it's, you know, back to allowing spectators, you know, there's enthusiasm for people to want to host the big nights, which is exciting for us. Backing up a little bit, what I'm hearing from everybody here is that sport is very important to a lot of kids and coaches and teachers in our schools. And I think when you have, uh, whenever there's a time that we can't play sport in school and COVID was obviously a long and a difficult time for everybody, we realize how much sport means to so many of our students and how important it is that we can offer sports to those students. 
And, um, you know, I think that's why we're all excited to be, to be returning again. You know, before I asked uh, Amy and Spencer and what, what they're looking forward to, to playing this spring, uh, I just want to remind everybody that we are going to be back to normal. We're going to be able to do all the sports we've done in the past. They might look a little different because we, we are going to be limited in um, the time of day that we can play. But as far as everyone being allowed to play and sports we can offer, we're going to be back to our full slate of sports, which is very exciting. It means we'll be very busy again. Amy, uh, what sports do you play in the spring? Are you looking forward to playing, hopefully? I'm looking forward to be playing badminton if we can get one of those teams started and also track and field and boys baseball too. Well, the good news is I'm on the track and field committee, so I can guarantee that's happening. And I was just talking to the baseball convener and he has already started scheduling because he's so excited to get baseball going. Badminton, as you know, has already started, so hopefully you find a coach at your school to, to run badminton. How about you, Spencer? I know you mentioned before that you're a track field, track and field athlete as well. Well, mainly mainly ultimate in the spring, but this year I will be uh, doing track as well. And we had a, we had our first meeting for that today, and it was just it was just pretty awesome to see all the kids there. Like there was like over a hundred people that wanted to uh, participate in it. So it's it's pretty awesome seeing all the people that you know like want to go back to sports, and it's pretty big that, that for the spring there is a. No restrictions. So I don't think many people realize uh, some of our sports. We get a lot of kids. Track and field. We'll get close to two thousand five hundred kids at our championship day, which is a mass of a number of, of students in one venue. Which is it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Sarah, what do you think? The mood in the school now coming back after March break. What's it going to be like? Well, I am that track coach who's going to have to navigate how a hundred different students are going to be able to get in their practices. However, I think I'm really excited for coaches. The, the amount of people who have said, hey, I'm willing to coach throughout this entire situation and still now, you know, I think, it, you know, like students, teachers have been through a tough time with a lot of different changes over the last few years. And it does, it does have its challenges. And sometimes it's that energy. Do I have the energy to put into after school activities? And I think I'm really appreciative of the teachers in our building that are stepping up and saying, hey, like, put me in <laughs> and I'm willing to help out. So I think when we get back in March, we're looking at maybe not as full as we have been in the past with the number of sports that we'll be offering, but we'll have quite a significant number. Uh, track and field today, like I said, that meeting has started. We have ultimate had started already, just pre-meetings mostly. Uh, boys baseball will be coming up. Boys uh, rugby sevens uh, will be offering, I think, girls football. I don't even think I have all of them necessarily listed in that list, but uh, so many things to look forward to that actually starts to become a different kind of problem where we all finding space in our gyms before and after school and waiting for the field to dry out because it's super wet from all that snow we've had uh, to be able to fit everybody's practices in. Uh, so as an athletic director, my head's kind of turning in that direction now, which used to be an old problem, which kind of went away. And now that problem's back, but it's certainly a happy problem to have to be navigating with other amazing adults in the building to try and do these awesome things for kids. Yeah, it's funny. Jeff and I were just talking on the phone earlier today about YRA issues, and we both realized, wow, we're super busy again with this, and it's a great problem to have because we sort of forgot how much stuff there is involved, even within a year and a half of being away from it. Uh, once we're back to full full sports, it becomes um, an exciting amount of work. It's a lot of work, but it's still exciting. I was just going to add in the, in the conversation, Mark, uh, 
one thing that uh, that I experienced in the winter that I've never had before at our school, uh, ski and snowboard uh, is a is a pretty big sport as well as um, cross country skiing. People may or may not know we unfortunately didn't run those sports this year. It, it didn't run province wide, and you know you, you don't know how much you have until you you lose it, right? And and it was tough. February February is a tough grind on everybody, and to not have that uh, ski meet or that that excitement about a race coming up to look forward to was a tough one. So I agree with Sarah. We have a. It's really nice to have our old problems back because these these recent problems were tough ones for sure. So I'll gladly take on the challenge of uh, juggling around a few uh, sports teams to make sure everyone uh, gets uh, some equitable space to practice. But but yeah, really looking forward to the the normal spring uh, issues that we we sometimes have. Well, I think it circles back to how valuable extracurriculars are in general, right? So back to that the idea of building school community. Spencer, for example, maybe he can, he can weigh in on this. Not only are you looking towards potentially a season to play sports, but other items are on the table now too again. We're looking at things like in-person graduation. Could there be proms? So those are things that we'll have to be sorting out. So what does all this look like? Like it must be nice, you maybe can say as a grade 12 student that you're, it's been a challenge and that maybe for you at the end of your grade 12 year where others maybe didn't get this, like how is that impacting you just sort of seeing things uh, get back to normal? I think uh, earlier on in the year when there was like a lot more unknowingness about the future for like, for events like this, it's a lot of people were like, kind of scared because you know for the last like two years there's been like no graduations no like pretty much nothing for the like graduating students but I think this year like having it come back I think maybe not like excitement is the right word but just people are just kind of relieved that you know they're they're gonna get to have some like normality that we've kind of been missing the last couple of years and that the previous graduating classes have missed so yeah people are just pretty relieved that this stuff, it has a higher chance of coming back now. So in closing, I think I would like to give everyone an opportunity to give me their, give us their final thoughts about athletics and maybe um, one lasting memory from the COVID experience, uh, if they'd like to share. Yeah, sounds great. But my lasting memory is probably that one with the kids' faces pressed up against the, the cold window waiting outside in the snow to try and catch a glimpse of the basketball game. That's certainly one that, that will stand for, for a while in my head. Again, I think this whole situation, I, I always felt I understood the value of having extracurriculars in school. I think my focus was always on the development of a young person through sport. And I always thought that that was really what it was. But when it went away, I think I realized so much more about the kind of energy that extracurriculars brings to a school. So I think for me, the learning that I'm taking from this, you know, I overlooked how important that was to a school culture. And again, that part of building that school community. We want young people to enjoy their time in school. And of course, as teachers, we're working hard to do that within our classrooms. But I think we do need to be realistic about how important these aspects are. Uh, so doing our best to navigate problems and continue to have extracurriculars when we have now been able to um, certainly has changed the energy that we have in the building every day. And that outlet for students 
and teachers uh, to participate in extracurriculars is a testament to the hard work that's been put in by people at the YRA and, and the board level, as said earlier. So um, I'm just really excited for the opportunity to finish off these challenging two years as a teacher with some awesome high notes uh, out in the field, out in the track, uh, wherever it might be, uh, and just really excited for those opportunities ahead for the kids. I think for me, uh, two thoughts during during our lockdown process and everything else. Uh, I hope this will bring a smile to Amy, but I had an opportunity to do a fitness class online. And I just first of all, like to thank all the students for putting up with uh, with some teachers that didn't exactly know what they're doing, maybe at the time and muddling through it and working together. Uh, Amy was a champion in that class for me. So that was great to, to look back. And I think, uh, Sarah, you said it too, looking back now, I, I look at it as a character building experience, but at the time it was really tough. And I think coming out of it, uh, a lasting memory for me will be the opportunity to hand out uh, the, the championship awards for the, uh, for the golf this year. The, the looks on the coaches' faces and the, obviously the players' faces was just one of you know, great satisfaction to be finally at this. And to see the smiles, it was uh, was a fantastic thing. So for me, uh, those are two really good lasting memories and something uh, I'll, I'll bring forward. You know, never, never take what we have for granted, for sure. Yeah, Mr. Masterson, your jokes got me through that fitness class. Bad jokes, bad jokes. Yeah, but I think I'm just excited to be back. I think I have a lot of passion for sports and energy dedicated towards becoming one of the best athletes. I think that being hard on myself and getting back into routine now is what derives the process of improvement. I think that sports through YRA has allowed me to do different types of athletics and sports that I wouldn't necessarily be able to do outside of school. I think just providing this outlet of sports for different kids has allowed people to be able to find a passion and what it feels like to be able to be a part of a team. I think getting back into old habits and routines of like getting back on the court. And when we have like accomplishments and just wins, I think everyone jumping up and down and cheering on each other of what we left behind on the court just makes you feel like you're on top of the world. I think that it's important that you feel like that sense of relief, you feel happiness. Yeah, you'll feel exhausted, but you know that in the end, all that hard work wasn't for nothing. And I think that that kind of leaves leads you in a purpose. I think knowing that you are working up to a goal and it gives you a sense of predictability that I think a lot of people need in a time like this pandemic when all the unknowns are kind of just thrown at us. But I think my favorite experience from this year is walking away with such a great team and coaches who put in all the work for us. I was pretty fortunate that the sports that I do in school are stuff that I could do also outside of school. So like cross country, golf, uh, ultimate track and field. I had the opportunity to do all that outside of school, but it was just missing the the competition that you get within like school sports. And I think because I, I don't play on any teams outside of outside of uh, like my school teams, but it's just like the competition that you you feel when you're playing like and you're you're going like head to head against another team with like your your teammates who are like also your classmates. It's just it's not really comparable to anything that you can you can experience like without that without school going on so i think just like working the whole pandemic and like all all through quarantine on like improving those skills so then i could get back into school and when it eventually started again just like seeing 
that what I was doing over over the break paid off. It was it was pretty big, and just being able to experience that competition again, it definitely uh, brought m more meaning to me going to school, and it just it made me more excited to go to school. But I would say for my top memories from this was finishing that first race back for cross country and just like everyone around the the finishing shoot and just like thinking that like things are going back to normal it was it was just uh really relieving and yeah so actually spencer my my one of my favorite memories during covid was actually at that cross country meet because i'm a cross country was my primary sport as a coach and since i've been the athletic coordinator i've had less opportunity to be out at events and I don't really get to coach anymore but I was able to be out that day because I was helping to to organize and facilitate the event and so my my favorite memory was standing there watching the first race when we had about 120 kids lined up and for those that haven't been to a large cross-country race before when you have a large start line it can be quite impressive when you have two, three, four hundred kids rumbling down a field after the gun goes. And although the field we had that day was a bit smaller, it was still the same feeling. So it was very exciting for me to be back out there seeing kids running and being part of that. Um, the other thing I'll remember, I think, from COVID, and I already knew that we had a lot of passionate coaches in the YRA, but I couldn't believe how many coaches would email and call through this whole process just, you know, constantly asking when are we starting again what are we allowed to do when can we start practices what like how can we work it so that we can be within the framework of the rules but still allow kids to participate in sport and I really realized how many teachers love coaching and you know as a coach I loved coaching and, and part of that's because it's fulfilling for the coach but they also want to make it fulfilling for the kids and we truly do have a lot of coaches in the YRA that wanna that wanna coach, they wanna be part of your lives, the students' lives as as athletes, and they really missed it. And that's why I think this spring we're gonna see a lot of coaches returning. It's gonna be a lot of excitement, and um, hopefully it'll be one of the best springs we have for sport. So in conclusion, I just like to thank everyone today for being with us. Uh, Jeff, Wiry President, Sarah, Coach and Athletic Director at Bill Hogarth Secondary School. Amy from King City and Spencer from Bill Hogarth. Uh, it's great to have all your insight on this and good luck to all of you in your spring sports. Just want to thank everyone for listening to Tune In YRDSB and hopefully we'll be back again to talk about York Region Athletic Sports in the future. Thank you for joining us for Tune In YRDSB. Please join us next time to continue the conversation.